0: Hello there and welcome back to another edition of Couch Connoisseurs. This podcast is about three guys sitting on their couch chatting about their favorite sports, films, television shows, and pop culture. Today we will begin with our movie review of the week, with Bad Trip, starring Eric Andre. Afterwards we will talk about the first two weeks of the young baseball season, followed by the fan favorite segment, Word Game, and Pass the Chips. All this and more on this edition of Couch Connoisseurs, so sit back, relax, and join in on our conversation on this episode of Couch Connoisseurs. What's up, and welcome back to another edition of Couch Connoisseurs. I'm JD Johnstone, your host. Always with me is Dino. What's poppin'?
1: Hey, yo, it's just
0: the two of us. Just the two of us. Great song.
1: Like, <laughs> if you're trying to make a baby, I feel like that's the song you go to. <laughs> Congratulations to our, our, our third musketeer, D-Paul, who had his baby girl. Uh, I mean, we, I, I've seen pictures of her, she's adorable. You know, it's like those, like... You know, you always hope that the baby's cute because you don't want to lie to the parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> and be like, oh, your baby's adorable. And then, like, you get in the car and you're like, "Woof!" Like, no, his baby's cute. Um, So happy for him, happy for for his wife, happy that the baby's healthy. So, Deepaw, we can't wait to have you back, brother.
0: Yeah, I know. We also pushed off the whole interview. I know that I said last time there was going to be someone on, but since De Palma's not here, it didn't feel right. So potentially next week, if that person can uh, schedule next week on Sunday, most likely. But it's time for our movie review of the week. I did say last week that we were going to do Bad Trip starring Eric Andre. It was a comedy. I told you it was going to be like Bad Grandpa. It's not the greatest, not the worst. I laughed a few times. Other parts, I thought it was kind of cringy. Um, Dino, I don't know if you watched it, but I found it funny, but I think I have such high standards for bad grandpa that I didn't like it as much. Like, you know, I didn't appreciate it as much as I think normal people did because a lot of going into this, all of my friends said that it was hilarious, but you know me, I don't think Step Brothers is funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just feel like my taste in comedies has changed um i don't know if i'm a f- like i don't know if i'm a fan of like stupid humor anymore
0: you know what i mean so Brothers.
1: yeah but like those are classics that like i've rewatched. you know what i mean i'm talking about like like uh do you ever see night school nope okay so like that's a prime example it's kevin hart like tiffany haddish like it's like punch you in the face type funny and it's like not that funny you know what I mean, like,
0: uh, I don't know. Like, I I feel like there hasn't been a good golden comedy in so long.
1: Um, uh, first and of all, I, I'll give this movie a six. Like, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't hilarious.
0: Exactly. That's my point. Going into this, I had such high hopes because everybody was telling me it was hilarious.
1: No, I, I just like like like. What was the What was the movie with the with the three kids? Uh, Oh, Good Boys? Yeah, like, that was entertaining for me.
0: Yeah, I like that movie. That was Seth Rogen's directed that, yeah. Yeah, like, I was entertained, but, like, is it rewatchable? No. Fun fact for you, uh, Good Boys uh, is actually about Seth Rogen's childhood. I'm pretty sure it's a day in his life when he was a kid, which I find pretty funny because there's, like, uh, when he has to, in the movie, the three kids have to go, like, find uh, Molly, the drug, and then they're sitting there and they're like, who's Molly? <laughs> like, he like, said, like, that was real. <laughs> like, like, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, like, all that's real. That's like, that wasn't made up. <laughs>
1: that's, that's the last punch, your face, punch yourself in the face movie that I've seen. I'm, I'm on to a new kick, though. I'm on to, like, a stand-up kick.
0: Oh, so, like, like, oh, like, Kevin Hart's stuff on Netflix. He has a few, like, stuff like that. If you've never watched the Dave Chappelle stand-ups – Oh, yeah. That's new, isn't
1: it? Uh, some of them are, but, like, yeah. his shit is just above and beyond most people. Um, I just find, like, those jokes more, like, entertaining because it's controversial issues. And it's, like, the things that people shouldn't joke about, but he doesn't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't get canceled. No. No, okay. he's too, no, no. He, he's too goaded already that no one's going to. <laughs> yeah. No, like
1: anyone that's ever seen Chappelle show back in the day, the first episode of Ch- Chappelle show, which is amazing because I went back and watched it because I didn't know what the first episode was. It was when the leader of a KKK group was a blind black man. Like if you did that nowadays. Oh yeah. The world would have a shit show.
0: Oh, but, it's, sure. but it's the greatest skit I've ever seen in my life, and it's hilarious. I mean, I just also think it shows you how much the world has changed. And it wasn't that long ago where that, like, you know, he probably could have got away with that. You know what I mean? Probably like the last five years. You know what I mean? The last five years, the world has changed really quick. Yes, yes. Socially, except, techno, what was yeah, that?
1: Except for Call of Duty lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, they're brutal. <laughs> I had some kid the other day wish me diabetes. You know, why is it always the ones that are, like, eight years old, too? Uh, this kid was, like, 14, and he was like, I hope you get diabetes. I was like, I mean, I, like, I don't even eat that much
0: sugar. <laughs> like, I, but I just, like, no, but why are they always so mean? It's always the young ones, or it's like, and you don't want to say, like, where, like, I just don't know where they build up so much hate.
1: Oh, um, are, are we moving on? Because I got a great story for you. All right, sure. Okay, so... I was uh, interim head coach with my baseball team over the last few years because of COVID, right? I'm going into my last game on Thursday. We have a nice little speech right before we take IO, all right? We go out with a ton of energy. We're about to, like, I'm about to hit the first ball to left field. And our announcer goes to hit play, okay play, play the music and there and it was senior night so there was probably like a hundred people there already for fans and he hits play and you hear
0: oh <laughs> 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 whose phone was it <laughs> <laughs> was it his or like one of the players
1: <laughs> um so like everyone's heads like snapped you know what I mean? To, like, look back to figure out, like, what was going on. And, like, people started yelling at our third baseman because he was the last one that had his phone connected. And he was, like, <laughs> in his head like, it wasn't me. Like, my phone's disconnected. <laughs> so, like, I look in the crowd and, like, all of the parents' heads were, like, looking towards the guy that does the announcing. Now, here's the funny part. I shouldn't say the guy that does our announcing. He's a sophomore kid. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, whatever, let's just roll this, fuck it. So I go to like toss the ball and I hear like Bluetooth connected uh- a <laughs> second time. <laughs> Dude. Let me tell you something. I don't, think there was, I don't think there was a funnier moment for me in my coaching career than that moment. <laughs> oh, shit, that was good stuff. It was freaking hilarious, and none of us had control over it. So it was just so funny, dude. Uh,
0: but um, back to the movie review, though. We are done with Bad Trip. Um, I think Dino gave it a 6.0 out of 10. Not, that, not bad, not bad, not good. You know, average, average comedy film. So if you want to go enjoy it, it's on Netflix. Um, but next week, we're going to be reviewing Save It Private Ryan because I feel like I've let the viewers and Dean and De Palma down Because I keep choosing these like bum, bummy movies. Like what was it? Bad Trip. And then last week or the week before that was 30 Minutes or Less. And that was horrible. Remember I said I didn't even finish it. So I feel like you have to go with a classic. Uh, I don't know if this was one of the movies that you hated, Dean.
1: No, 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 no. I don't hate it. I've only seen it once.
0: Um, I'll watch it. Well, moving on to sports news. I feel like we talk about this every year, but me and Dean are Yankee fans, so I feel like you just have to mention that at least for a little bit. The Yankees have continued to struggle this beginning of the season. What are they, I think they won today. They won today against the Rays. They lost the series, though. They won today in extras. Gio Rochella went off. Thank God for him. If it wasn't for him, they would have lost. Why are we I've, talking about this again?
1: I, dude, I, I, I've, been, I've been telling you This team is in trouble. This team is just in trouble. Uh,
0: I I mean, they didn't. They're just not hitting. The pitching's doing fine. The only bad start so far has been one start from Corey Kluber.
1: Okay, just want to make sure that Uh, (laughs) you.
0: It's one start,
1: Uh, okay. Look, uh, look. Once again, it's 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 not. If you look at the overall total body of work right? The, the pitcher's stat the, the staff's ERA is a two, eight, four. You know what I mean? Like you, 96 K's to 17 walks. They've given up 59 hits, 23 earned runs. You know what I mean? Like in nine games, that's, that's doing your job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not on the staff. What it's on is that. And, and like you nailed it. Like the team's simply not hitting, but it's, I, I, dude, it's so far beyond hitting for me. It's like, First of all, the team's hitting 238, okay? And I understand we're back to, like, 152 games or whatever the hell it is. But, like, nine games in, this is bad. And I don't like the way baseball has moved. I've been very vocal about that. There's no bunts. There's no hitting runs. There's no stolen bases. Like, if anyone ever goes 40 and 40-40 again, I I think I'll shit my pants. But I I just – it this this the lineup doesn't excite me anymore
0: yeah it's not that exciting like i really don't get excited as much for baseball games because they don't hit with runners in scoring position that's their whole thing like i think they're honestly their batting average is below 200 with runners in scoring position like it's horrible it's like yeah, not it's, even like they don't even compete no it's not good
1: um i've been also saying for a while that Gliber's not a shortstop it continues to show you know, his nine thirteen fielding percentage is so swayed, it's not even funny because I swear to God, he's made four and they've only given him two. But watching him play a full game at at shortstop is very difficult.
0: I saw this on Twitter today after the game, and I thought it was kind of interesting. It was from Tommy Smokes, and he was talking about, you know, just trading the farm, getting rid of everybody. Um, how close are you as a fan? And then the other side of you as if you were a team owner. So two different perspectives on trading everybody on this team and like just restarting, except for keeping like maybe two key guys. Hmm. How- and I, ge- I would assume one of them would be Garrett Cole that you're keeping. And the other one would probably be like, I don't even, I don't even know the hitter you would keep. I really don't. And, and, and like, that's the point that you're getting at is maybe Frazier.
1: Um, I mean, like, look, like I'm at the point, like as a fan where I hate the entire lineup, except LeMahieu, to be honest with you, like, that's the point I'm at. And I, and, and I like LeMahieu as a fan because I like the way he hits. I like, not like, not like statistically. I like his approach. I like, I like the ball, like, I like his, his control of a hitter, like his barrel control, like that dude can put a ball wherever he wants. Um, and I know all these guys can because they're professionals, but he does it in a game, which is <laughs> really important. Uh, don't, you don't see often from a Yankee, and yeah, this game. I don't know if you saw his double today down the right field line. No, like like that. The pitch is like literally down the heart of the plate, and he just tracks baseball like literally to his like to his belly button, basically. It looks like or like his back knee or his back hip, whatever like visual you want to use. And just drives a beautiful double down the right field line. Now, here's the problem of how that inning unfolded, right? It was a ground rule double after Gardner hit a infield single, it was second and third. Judge came up, he walked, Hicks came up in a two-two game, grounded into a double play. They scored one run out of that. Like that's an issue for me. You
0: double plays are earning killers.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's continuous like this it's this is continuous with the yankees. Now as an organizational standpoint, I think you're this year. Like you give them this year and then I think it's selling time.
0: I don't even think they will sell though. Just because it's the Yankees, I don't think they ever will. When they should, they, they should, but But I don't even know if you can sell at this point. Yeah, I I mean I have a few things that I wrote down. I mean, I mean I think you have to trade Glaber Torres because he's not your shortstop, and you have LeMayhew at second. You committed to him. Go get something for Glaber while you can. I think you have to get rid of Gary Sanchez because he's not good. I don't care about all the people that I know are going to be like he's batting 280 right now. I don't care. I'm waiting for all the strikeouts to implode. It's been three years in a row. This is nine games into the season. Three years in a row with a guy that's batted like 220 or below. Last year he batted 186. That's horrible. I don't care if he hit 40 bombs. That's not a productive guy. Okay, His OPS is so low. It's not, it's not productive. His war is horrible, and that's something I take in consideration a lot. War, wins above replacement. Those are the players that actually mean something in your lineup. I mean, and I've said this multiple times, I think you, you get rid of Judge because he's the guy that's going to get you the most. And the reason I say you get rid of Judge is because I don't think you can get rid of Stan. No, you can't. Yeah, unless you're going to, like, keep all the money and, you know, get nothing for him. Like, I mean, I don't think you can get Stanton. But one guy that I think is doable to get rid of, and I think they really do have to, is Aaron Hicks. Hicks has to go.
1: I mean, I would have to look at organizational standpoint of, like, who, who replaces him. Um, I, I don't I – I've never really liked Hicks. I don't like his – it's not even like I don't even like Hicks as a player. I don't mind him as a player. I don't even mind him as a hitter. I fucking hate his contract. But having said that, I give him this year, and then I think it's selling time. But once again, I don't know who you sell or how you sell it. So that's my issue.
0: Yeah, PSA to Aaron Boone, by the way. If you are listening, you're probably not, but you never know. Uh, Brett Gardner is – not the second best option to hit third when you don't put in Aaron Hicks. Both of them aren't third batters in your lineup. Okay. Like maybe LeMahieu is, maybe Judge is. I would even put Glaber Torres there, but not Brett Gardner or Aaron Hicks. I don't care what Aaron Hicks' is on base percentage is. If it's 400, that's a ninth batter, that's an eighth batter, a seventh batter. Okay. A third batter is a guy that you can count on to get a hit to drive in guys that are on base. You know, I just don't understand, like, the thought process of putting Aaron Hicks constantly in the third place of the of the lineup. And then when he has his day off, you put in Brett Gardner. Like, I would yeah. rather even have, like, Clint Frazier be the third batter. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense.
1: No, it makes zero sense. But well, but because we're almost 10 games into the season, is there a surprise team for you yet?
0: Uh, honestly... Oh, there is one. I have to look at the standings now because there is one that keeps – they keep winning, and it's like, wow, are they kind of good? I know the Giants were doing really well in the beginning, and it was kind of shocking me, but I wouldn't say it's a surprise because I think eventually it's going to end, unfortunately. But, you know, oh, the Red Sox. Yeah. They're hitting so well. They scored like what, what, like double digits today in runs against the Orioles? And the Orioles are doing well too. They played a really good uh, – they played good against the Yankees. You know, they competed.
1: Yeah, I mean JD Martinez has five bombs already. Uh 16 RBIs. Like he's on pace for like a hundred and fifty RBIs. Uh but other than the Sox, I think like out of out of the NL, it's the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Reds you know, are really hot. They have the best uh run differential in the MLB at plus twenty-seven. Eight games in. Like that's absurd. So I don't know, it's been interesting. It's sad to see Tatis went down. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in the league so far that's like interesting, but I will tell you, I am having a hard time getting into it.
0: Actually, this is a really actually no, I don't think it's controversial at all. If you do think it's controversial, you're a scumbag. You know, scumbag scale, you know, eleven. Aren't out of 10. Scumbag. Yeah. Where's the palma when you need him? We miss him. Yeah, I I've been working on it in case he misses a day. <laughs> um No, but so Nicholas Castellanos, like last week, I didn't talk about it in the previous podcast. I didn't think it was a big deal at the time, but he got suspended two games because he got hit by a pitch and he eventually scored on a pass ball and the pitcher was covering home plate. And when he scored, he got up in the pitcher's face and screamed like, yeah, like, you know, I scored, we're winning now. Like, let's go. And I'm fine with that. And he suspended him two games. Do I think it was right for him to scream in the guy's face when I don't think it was intentional? No, I don't think it was right. Do I think he should be suspended? Absolutely not.
1: No, no. But but here's the thing is I think – and I don't know the full story. This is just what I've gathered from it because I did see the play. And when I saw him get suspended, I was scratching my head like, is this how soft that we've gotten? Um, Because I'm pretty sure – what's his name? Amir Garrett charged the entire Pirates dugout and was suspended for eight. And through hands. So, like, it's kind of weird that dude suspended for one-fourth of that and, like, did nothing. Yeah, they're saying friend.
0: he instigated it. I don't think he instigated anything because he didn't walk. He didn't punch anybody. He didn't even touch anyone. No,
1: no, but here here's what I think the underlying message was. And once again, I don't have facts. This is just my opinion. I I truly believe that he is the guinea pig in the whole COVID thing, and bench clearers. Nah, I still
0: don't agree with that.
1: I just think that's what it is.
0: No, I think it is, but I don't agree with that reasoning for suspending him.
1: I agree, unless every team was told, if you're the one that instigates a bench clearer, this is what happens. You, you want know, to know like, who
0: I think instigated it and didn't get it suspended? I think it was Yadier Molina, and I love Yadi Molina, but he was the one that walked up to Nicolas Castellanos and got up in his face. Did he not? He did. Like, you know, and he didn't get anything. That's why I was like, uh, I don't think Nicholas Castellanos instigated anything. I actually think it was Yadier Molina. I don't know. I think the whole situation is dumb. I don't think anybody should have been suspended. No one even threw a punch. You know, I don't, like, I, you know, the only person that got heated was some pitcher in the bullpen when he was walking back. You know, he was just yelling and barking at the other team. That was the only thing. Nothing happened. I did, I did
1: love what Nikki C said, though.
0: Oh, I'd still, have, if I got punched in the face by that guy, I'd still want his autograph after the game. Yeah,
1: love that. <laughs> but I think he's you. just acknowledging the fact that he would get an absolute ass beat. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Last thing to talk about baseball: the Mets still can't win. Um, one of my friends is a big Mets fan. And me and him go back and forth and bicker all the time about the Yankees and Mets, about who's better and all this stuff. DeGrom, Cole. I mess with him all the time saying I think Cole is, but I know DeGrom's better. Um, he'll probably like hear this and probably you know text me after and f- see that finally admitted it. But I think the talking point here is that DeGrom lost another game as a Met, and he got the L on his stats, and he pitched eight innings, 14 strikeouts, zero walks, and one earned run. And they still found a way to lose. It
1: like, like it's like, they can't score for DeGrom. It's sad.
0: I just think it's beyond frustrating as a pitcher. Like, I don't know how he does it. He's a really good teammate. I'll give him that. Cause he's, they say he's never said anything. Never. He's never had anything like, Oh, come on. Nothing. Like I find that very hard to believe. And the reason I say this is because there was a stat on quick pitch today. And it was like, when he's t- been taken out of the game pitching seven innings or more, and he's lost the decision, it's happened. I think it was twenty times.
1: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. And I and I and I and I tip my cap to all pitchers because I know myself, and if if I had that on my resume, eventually I would turn and be like, "Can you guys score a fucking run?"
0: <laughs> like, I, like, I don't. And the thing is, it's not like a one-time thing. And I think that's why everyone's making such a big deal of that is that it happens constantly. And I think it actually gets worse. Like, pit, like outings that he was like considered to potentially get the win. So that's five innings or more. I think it was almost 40.
1: That's yeah.
0: a that's a season. That might be two seasons. It is two seasons, 22, 21 seasons.
1: Here's the thing. He won't, he won't ever talk about it until he retires. And, and you look at his career numbers, and he's probably going to be like, well, you know, like probably would have had 40 more wins under my belt if my team could have scored a run. But it sucks in the moment for him because I think he is probably, if not the best pitcher in baseball. I was going to say probably top two or three, if not the best.
0: I mean, I just hope that he ends up leaving the New York Mets because, I mean, I hope he goes to a place like the Dodgers that just like score like nine runs a game because he'd be 30-0.
1: Yeah, he would put up some, like, Tom Seaver numbers.
0: And I think this conversation, you know, about Jacob DeGrom presents a little bit more evidence on why the stat of a win for pitchers really doesn't mean that much anymore.
1: No, I look at I, – I more or less look at innings pitched. Yeah, to me, I mean – To me, that's more important because you can go – you can go four innings every game and your, and your team scores ten runs and you give up seven and get a win. Yeah. Fuck that! I'd rather be in his in DeGrom's shoes and just shove every outing and get losses.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could either. But <laughs> more power to him because I mean they're 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 two and three right now, and they got shut down for what the first three games. So like I I still give him another ten game sample to see what the the offense can do, but like there's nothing there that's um intriguing to me the depressing team out of the gate at the marlins they're exciting to watch but they can't win
0: yeah i know i really wanted them to make the playoffs again because now that fans are allowed in stands you go to a playoff game probably be a bunch of like fans from like a a bunch of other different teams like half red Sox, yankees mets fans probably and then they'll be like maybe like one fifth marlins fans because there's like like no no real marlins fans really they're very they're a rare breed very rare
1: yeah i will tell you this though they're tearing the cover off the baseball as a team they're hitting a solid 213
0: yeah they're start. their start at 213 oh no <laughs> you got me there i thought why i thought the other day that they like scored like 10 runs they did it uh, they're opening uh, their opening series i thought they did really well oh, not against yeah. the nets yeah, they're just not scoring runs, really. I know Lewis Brinson got sent down today. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Man, that Christian Yelich trade is not panning out for them. Um, yeah. This is – what was that? No. Yeah. <laughs> this is somewhat baseball news because there's a former baseball player and should be future Hall of Famer involved in this, but it's about the NBA. Alex Rodriguez is buying – the Minnesota Timberwolves' thoughts on this?
1: Um, well, it's it's so they're buying the Minnesota Timberwol, Timberwolves and the Minnesota Lynx. You can't forget about the WNBA.
0: Oh, they're buying both.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm like the the WNBA team can't be that much, but um, I mean, like the guy's been desperate to own a team. I don't know why. I mean, I guess because the price is probably cheaper than any other organization he's going to own. But it's hard for me, for me as a sports fan. Like one of the greatest jobs in the world has to be owning a sports organization. That's got to be awesome. But if yeah, you told
0: yeah, me, give him three hundred mil, I want him.
1: Yeah, but but like if you told me if you told me my only option was to own the Minnesota Timberwolves, I don't think I would do it. <laughs>
0: I really don't. I I just find it so shocking that like, I didn't take him as a big basketball guy to begin with. So I don't really know like where he fits in and all this, or even if he does fit in at all, I always just took him as a big baseball fanatic because he loves the game. He does the ESPN anchoring. Like, I mean, for, I don't know him personally, maybe he loves basketball. I have no idea. I just took him as only really a baseball guy because he's so passionate about it. He's always talking about it when he does the interviews. He's a, He's a supervisor for the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just don't understand it, really.
1: I think it's a business decision. But, I mean, the only great thing that came out of Minnesota was Gordon Bombay. So, I just don't know if I'm trying to – I mean, what am I saying? Yeah, I would would definitely own him. I would own him. Why not? But, in the NBA – In sports franchises as a whole, and I mean the four major ones, so like hockey, basketball, football, and baseball, the Minnesota Timberwolves are probably on the bottom 10 Mm -hmm. of that entire list. So what is that, 180 teams roughly? Yeah, they're in the bottom 10 to 15. That would be a great list for us to make, all 180 sports franchises that you would like to (laughs) own. One
0: Yankees. They were just ranked number one. They were ranked higher than the Cowboys. Like last week. Yeah, I mean like personal though. The Yankees. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying like it would be interesting to see
1: like top 10. Like after you get past the Yankees.
0: Oh, well, I would just go after money. So it would be like Yankees, Cowboys, and I want the Red Sox, Patriots, Cubs. Yeah, see, I would go a different route. Would I have to get a hockey team? I would
1: definitely like – and I'm saying like we would have to do the list top 10 excluding your teams.
0: Yeah, I feel like hockey would be so underrated if you were really trying to like make a lot of money because I feel like hockey's kind of up on the on the up. Like I feel like it's going to explode because I know so many people that are starting to get into hockey just like wanting to go to games. It's a great sport. Yeah, I think it's going to uh, be up on the rise. But do you think uh, this also takes A Rod out of the running of potentially owning a major league baseball team? Yes, I think it's done. I think, the, the, I think you can close the book on that storyline. That's unfortunate. Do Unless you, think, you- well,
1: Unless he buys the twins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't sound like crazy, but it kind of does. You know, I'm dead serious. <laughs> he gets, maybe he gets J-Lo to be the owner, and like he's like the CEO CEO or something. I think, didn't they break up and get back together and break up again? No, that was just a fake news thing. That was fake. They never broke up at all. They said someone just made it up. But now it's time for one of Dean's favorite parts of the podcast. It's time for... The word game. It's a, lame, it's a lame name, but I don't really know what else to call it. <laughs> like the word game. Uh, Mike Trout hitting a ball so far the other night at Toronto's place. They're actually their spring training complex. They're not playing in Toronto. It went so far, it hit an elementary school. Hilarious. Someone waited 14 hours in a soccer stadium. That way he could run on the field and start streaking while the stadium was completely empty, allowing no fans. Hold on, hold on. So, like, when they, he ran out, everyone was like, yo, like, there's no fans. How did he get in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> strategic.
0: I, I just can't believe How do you wait there for 14 hours? That's so, so much dedication. Yeah, like, like strategic or <laughs> dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> After four elbow surgeries, Brett Honeywell Jr. made his debut for the Tampa Bay Rays today. That's awesome. Gonzaga ruining their perfect season and Baylor coming out on top as champs unsurprising. Well, that's the word game, but it moves us right into my next question for you uh, thoughts on the whole NCAA March madness tournament. How was it like as a whole this year? Would you view it as?
1: Uh, there's a lot of parody this year. You saw a lot of, a lot of mid majors compete. You saw a lot of lower seeds compete. Um, some powerhouses get knocked off. But at the end of the day, like you were matched up with the two best teams in college basketball, which is what everyone wanted to see. And Baylor made Gonzaga look so human. Um, Luckily about 15 minutes before the game, I laid all my money on Baylor. I I laid it on Baylor money line. I laid it on Baylor minus two and a half when they were up 12. I I doubled down on them. Uh, They, and and the only reason why I bet them was because I saw the way Villanova played against them. And and Nova played probably one of the best defensive games I've seen all year from them. And Baylor still exposed them. Uh, So Baylor was athletic. They were tall. They were physical. There was a meme that came out the other day that said something about like, uh, you know, Gonzaga does this, this or whatever. And it showed a picture of like Baylor's basketball roster and it said, okay, well that's awesome. But we work out with the, with the football team. And like their, their team was huge and and I kind of felt bad for Gonzaga at a certain point cuz in the first half it looked like everything went in. So I thought this year was awesome. It was nice to see some some mid-majors and some lower lower level schools kind of make a name for themselves. UCLA had a hell of a run. Um it was good. It was good. I, I wasn't a big fan of watching it without packed houses, you know that that's that's weird for me. But you could get over it at a, to a certain extent, because, you know, there was still some fans there. If it was completely empty, it it get like the bubble for the NBA last year was weird, but I thought this was good, you know? And plus, you know, if you, if you live 80 years on the, on earth, right, let's just say you're lucky and live 85, right? You don't really start watching March Madness until you're like 12 years old. So you really only have like 73 years of solid March Madnesses. And we missed out on
0: one last year. So
1: I was excited to get it back.
0: Agreed. Now it's time for pass the chips. Um, I have a, I have an interesting one. So I thought about this the other day when I was having a conversation with one of my teammates um, and it's something that's always bugged me and I'll never understand. So my teammate, what he know, he plays baseball. He loves playing baseball. And I just was starting to talk about sports with him about like baseball because he knows I do a podcast and all that stuff. And as I was talking to him, he said, I hate sports. I don't watch sports at all, but I play it. And I've never – I don't know why. It just always pisses me off because, like, how do you play something that you don't like watching? Because, one, I mean, it confuses me. too. it gets me angry. And, three, I always just think, like, don't you learn from the pros the most? I mean, you have your you have your fielding thing and – I mean, you're constantly watching like these guys like Lindor or Baez that are just absolutely like magicians on the field, and you learn so much from them. Even Ron Washington, I know he's one of your favorite infield coaches. Like, how do you like, not watch sports but play it? Like, I've, I don't know why. It just makes me mad.
1: I have an easier time watching the 10 minute recap videos nowadays. Mm. I enjoy that. Like, it's hard for me to sit down and watch a full baseball game. It really is. And it, and it used to not be that way. I used to enjoy watching, you know, a full Yankee game. It's really hard for me to do that now. And it has nothing to do with the sport itself. College baseball is so much better to watch because of the speed of it. That is fun. Like, like, and it's not even the speed of the play. It's got, that's got nothing to do with it. It's it's the speed of everything. It's like, you got two and a half minutes of commercials in between innings. Like that's, that's time sucking out of you. Um, And it's hard to like, really get on board, like, okay, well, you know, they got this out. Okay, it's the fourth inning now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just baseball hits so much differently in the playoffs because every pitch matters. And you know for sure that game one matters just as much as game 152, but it just doesn't feel that way. So I don't blame them for not watching baseball, but, like, not watching sports is weird to me. Because, like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to watch the Knicks and the Rangers tonight. Yeah, I love I I love watching sports, but like, I, I, and I told you this before, and this is what I'm struggling with. And I don't know if it's because of the Yankee roster, but I'm having a hard time watching a full baseball game. All baseball or Yankees baseball, all baseball, all baseball, mainly because it's like, you'll watch three hours of baseball and you'll see what total in two teams, you'll see 22 strikeouts, four home runs, nine fly balls, Six ground balls, maybe one stolen base. You know, like that's that's the part that sucks the life out of me.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm passing these chips over to you to Dino.
1: Um, did I talk about the Mighty Ducks TV series? Nope. At all? Nope. Okay. So the the Mighty Ducks it's called game changers on uh Disney Plus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is such a nostalgic show that I grew up watching the Mighty Ducks D one, two, and three because it was I was a hockey guy, so like I was so excited for this show, you know. Like and and I and I trust me, I I fully prepared myself for the fact that it was a Disney Plus show, and it was going to be um stupid, for the lack of better terms do you have a question
0: is it like new or is it like like a rerun
1: no it's brand new oh they rebooted the mighty ducks
0: oh okay
1: okay um i will tell you that it is so bad <laughs> that it's good you know what i mean it's that bad it's so bad but it's good <laughs> because it's the mighty ducks you know what i mean
0: I, yeah i've watched shows like that yeah
1: I know what you mean. Like, it's so bad. But it's good.
0: (laughs) Like... Are any of the original cast in it?
1: Gordon Bombay.
0: Oh, that Emilio guy's not in it?
1: That is Emilio Estevez, you idiot.
0: Oh, I've never watched Mighty Ducks. I don't know. I told you this. Why do you always make that face? I feel like I've said this like five times on this podcast. (laughs) I've never watched Mighty Ducks. That's not my generation, man. That's yours. I don't give a fuck. Watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to say about it. Like you're a loser if you
0: have <laughs> <laughs> like, There's nothing else I can say. Um, well, I mean, I guess that just segue us into the last part of the podcast. Dino, what's your final thought? <laughs>
1: have you been watching winter soldier and the falcon
0: no i i don't like watching tv shows that i don't get to see like the next episode right away the only show that i do that with is the mandalorian
1: okay so you'll wait until, until the, the whole sea- yeah yeah okay all right so like, i'm not gonna ruin anything for you so wait did you watch wandavision
0: Uh, part of it, yeah. I didn't finish it, but I already know what happens if you're going to spoil it.
1: I've never, I I stopped watching it. But, um, this show is just getting progressively and progressively better. And I have a massive crush on an actress. And I'm going to get her name because it's, uh, she was also in Solo.
0: Two episodes right now?
1: Four. Oh, four already. Wow. Yeah, but it's only six. Oh. Um, and it's not it, it's like a it's like a weird crush you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm gonna look this person up now because I'm probably not gonna know who you're talking about Aaron Kellyman you know exactly who I'm talking about the second you see her
0: oh I've seen her before she's in Solo yeah
1: yeah I, got, yeah, I got a massive crush on her. Um, I don't know if it's because it's like the red hair, the accent, the freckles, the skin tone, or the fact that she is so fucking badass <laughs> that like words can't even describe. I don't know what it is. But Erin Kellyman, and, and I shouldn't even say I have a crush on her because she was born in 1998. So that's like really weird but she's skyrocketing up my list of actors or actresses that I want to see in dope shit.
0: Oh, she's from the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's why I said the accent. I mean, she be Australian. I don't know. There's a lot of places you can have an accent. All right, that's a good point. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, I'll probably end up watching The Winter Soldier. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, so I don't know. Everybody already said that it blew um, Wandavision out of the water. So, hundred percent. Yeah, and I didn't even finish that. So, yeah, I don't know. Are you going to end up finishing Wandavision though? Because I heard like there's a lot of like important stuff for like the future movies.
1: Yeah, I'll finish it uh, because I think Elizabeth Olsen is one of the, is is the hottest Olsen family member, and she got no love growing up, but she can get. She wasn't, all, in,
0: love now. She wasn't in anything, wasn't she? No. Yeah. It must be nice. She had like such an easy way to get into the industry. Oh my! My sisters are Mary and Kate Olson. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that's my favorite
1: line of Endgame. She what? looks. She looks at Thanos and says, "You took everything from me," and he looks at her and says, "I don't even know who you are." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, 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 that that line is funny. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah. so,
1: no i just think the yeah i I would love to see marvel somehow i can't give anything away i can't give anything away i just hope that this girl is involved in something um in the future whether it's star wars or marvel because i she's like rising up the
0: list real quick is she are they planning chris evans to come back no 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 someone told me that he was like he was going to come back as an old guy and that it was like planning towards him coming back. Because he also, I saw a thing like three days ago that it was RDJ was was signing something to come back as Iron Man. So it has to be for a TV show or something that like takes place post, like before Endgame. And then I saw something that Chris Evans was coming back as Captain America. So I only thought it has to be falcon and the winter soldier maybe for season two but it said that he was like that they were working on a contract for him to come back and reprise the role as captain america i don't know if it would be flashbacks or something but it said that they were working on a contract
1: let me do some homework on it but based on what i've seen like it wouldn't surprise me for a for a cameo but like for a long-term deal no
0: yeah and there is some weird guy that's the new captain america right saw it on twitter everybody was making fun of him they were like who is this guy <laughs> uh,
1: yeah so the show just took a, like a left turn on everybody so
0: yeah because everyone thought it was going to be falcon no it's not no no not download no well i guess i gotta watch it then to find out and anyone yeah. else that's listening to this let's
1: just say it was probably one of the uh how can i explain this without giving anything away um, it was probably one of like the most top five unorthodoxed marvel and like scenes that I've ever seen <laughs> so d- yeah. did you like it I mean it just it like cements what episode five and six are gonna be about oh, like okay. like it, it it's it's it uh god dude okay honestly
0: don't yeah don't spoil anything just like people that are listening but if you do like just anyone that's listening to this just go on twitter and look up what this guy looks like in this outfit it's like such a bad like captain america <laughs> yeah, i don't know why it does not look good the whole costume it looks so it, like but
1: he's perfect for what he's rolled for
0: oh, okay i was gonna say like the outfit is it, it, like it I, looks it looks like it was made I at can't. home yeah like i can't
1: i can't i can't i can't if, if you want to have this conversation you would have to be caught up
0: Yeah. Well, that's all for this edition of Couch Connoisseurs. Make sure you tell your friends about the podcast. If you do enjoy it, we always appreciate that. Make sure to go in the link tree, follow us on our social medias and all that subscribe to the podcast. That way you always get the latest updates and news about the podcast. You got, uh, you got anything else?
1: Not really. I'm good. Have a great night, JD. You
0: too. See ya. See ya, buddy. You just tuned in to another edition of Couch Connoisseurs, presented by Johnstone Productions. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you hit that follow slash subscribe button, that way you can tune into future episodes and join in on our conversation. To hear the latest updates and news on our podcast, follow us on our social media pages, which can be found in the description below in our link tree. You can find us on Twitter at connoisseurspod and Instagram at Connoisseurs, all one word. Thank you for tuning in, and we can't wait to talk to you next time here on Couch Connoisseurs.